Hello everyone, welcome to Chaos Under Control. My name is Emily Richardson and I am the host and the creator of this podcast. We are in season two and on episode 58 today. And if this is your first episode you've listened to with Chaos Under Control, we are so excited that you're here and we hope this will not be your last visit. You're welcome here anytime. If it's not your first time, then you know how we do things here. Very laid back, very chill, honest, just kind of the relaxation headquarters in this chaotic world that we have going on. So I will jump right into today's episode. But before I do that, I want to make sure that everybody is still staying safe out there, washing our hands, keeping our distance, just making sure that we're taking care of ourselves in every way, not just with our hand washing and distance, but with our physical health, our mental health, our just everything. We need to make sure that our good energy is in check and we are loving each other, loving ourselves and really putting our best foot forward in this season of life so we can move on from this COVID situation and move on to better, more positive things. So let's dive right in today. Today we are talking about why it is okay to say no and we are still doing our who, what, when, where, why, and how series and so today's category of course is the why category. Now I almost didn't write this episode but then I had all these random, I guess you would call them not memes, but these little things pop up um, on my social media, like just little encouraging pictures people would share. And a lot of them pertain to when you just have a hard time saying no to people. And it's strange because that's never happened to me before. And as I was thinking about maybe talking about this on a podcast, maybe not, I wasn't really sold on it. I kept seeing those pictures over and over. And I was like, I've been wrestling with the thought of possibly talking about this, but I feel like I really should. And then I just thought deeper into it and I started writing some stuff down and I really was like, okay, this is definitely an episode. So I have a few pages here of just random things I've written down. So you might hear me shuffling the pages, but I just started writing the other day and I didn't even try to find my iPad. I just went straight for the pen and paper. So here we are. You also might hear my dog sleeping in the background. We went on a W-A-L-K and you would have thought we went on a 5K. It was a 20-minute little adventure and she is pooped. So if you hear her sleeping, I'm very sorry. But let's dive right in today. So today we're talking about why it is okay to say no. So let me paint you a quick picture here. And I want you to have this word in mind while I'm painting you this picture. So the word we're going to focus on is capacity. Now the definition for capacity is the maximum amount of something or the maximum amount something or someone can allow. That is capacity. So while I paint you this little picture, so to speak, just keep that word in your mind because I'm going to use that word a lot today. So let's say a bar, a restaurant, a concert venue, a sporting event, you know, all those things, they all have blank amount of tickets or seats or guests or whatever it is based off of their allowed number of occupants. So their number of maximum capacity is enforced by fire marshals. Now, fire marshals are the people that will come by and make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do in the event there's a fire. There's not so many people that you can't evacuate. They make sure that all your exit signs are lit up, there's the correct amount of exits, you have the fire extinguisher, they're like the fire police, I guess, I think that's right, that may not be right, don't take my word on that, (laughs) but anyways, 
the fire marshal enforces the number that these venues or these establishments are given. They decide, I guess, them or this group of people decide what that number is and the fire marshals enforce it with these businesses. The businesses don't get to say, hey, we would like to have this number because if that number is not safe and that number doesn't fit the rules and the standards, then the fire marshals are like, no, we're going to give you this number because this is what you can handle. So that's how that goes. And though the venues or the establishment would love to make more money because the more guests you have, the more tickets you sell, all of that, you're going to make more money. Though they would love that, they have to abide by the number that the fire marshal gave them. They can have that many people or less, but nothing more. So should they not follow the law and have more people than allowed, they could have a huge fine to pay or they could even be shut down. I don't know how that goes, how the states go with that or cities or whatever, but there's definitely major consequences when you go over the allowed amount of people that the fire marshal has given you. So definitely if you own a business or whatever, don't do that. It's a bad thing. If you don't believe me, watch Coyote Ugly, you will see. But anyway, so you're probably wondering why I'm telling you all of this. Why am I giving you this lesson as if you're about to open a business? Why am I talking about Coyote Ugly? Why is any of this happening? Well, We as humans, especially people pleasers like myself, are so pressed by society to not have or enforce a maximum capacity in regards to our lives. That is so true. Whether you're a social media user or not, whether you have a job or not, it doesn't matter. Society as a whole, the world that we live in, constantly tells us you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to exercise, but you need to sleep, you need to work, you need to go to school, you need to spend time with your family, We make sure that you have hobbies, make sure that you're having downtime, but don't be too lazy. There's all these different categories that we are supposed to just spread ourselves to, and we end up spreading ourselves so thin no matter what. There's always one category that we're not giving the correct amount of effort to because we just have too many to feed into. It's hard. And when you're single, it might be hard in one way. And then when you get married and have a family and those things happen, it changes and it gets difficult in another way. But our capacity can change over time. That's the thing because your lifestyle changes. But nonetheless, there is always going to be a capacity that doesn't go away. Just because it changes as your life changes, the actual having of a mental capacity or whatever it is, that's not going away. So I've made a little chart here that you're unable to see, but I have examples of a time when your capacity is just on zero, you're probably running on fumes or whatever it may be, and something that follows up after that. So these are not something that have specifically happened to me. Some of them may have, I'm sure they have at a time or two, but I feel like these are very relatable or you could think of a time yourself of something very similar to this. So A time that you probably or someone probably had zero capacity when they worked overtime all week long and were just ready to relax. They are swamped. They are defeated. They have worked double shifts. They are just done. They cannot wait to clock out, go home and rest. They know they need it. They haven't gotten enough sleep this week. And then lo and behold, the friend texts them and says, hey, last minute tickets to a concert tonight. Are you coming with us? You got to go. And it's probably not even a band that you care for, or maybe you do, but you're just like, oh my gosh, we got to drive an hour and a half to that concert. I got to get ready. The concert itself is like two hours or however long, and then we got to drive back and I got to work again tomorrow and I am just dead. I'm so beat. You know what I mean? We've all been there. So here's the next example. 
of a time when you were probably at zero capacity. Being in quarantine with your mental health struggling, that's a very current situation for a lot of us, and it has happened to a lot of us. So something that may have come from when you were in quarantine and your mental health is just really struggling, and I know I've been there personally, some people will expect us to work out all the time, talk to everyone on FaceTime, on the phone, constantly communicate, try all these things, do all the home projects. They think that because you're at home and you don't have anywhere to be, you don't have anything to do, that you have plenty to do at home and you just have all this time and you just need to get all these things done. And though where I'm at now in the South um, in Georgia, a lot of the quarantine is getting lifted now. A lot of things are opening back up. A lot of things are going back to normal, which is good in a lot of ways, but this quarantine time we just went through was very hard on a lot of people because of the feeling of needing to talk to every family member all day on the phone because you have the time and needing to renovate this part of your house and needing to do all these workouts and eat this food. And it just became sensory overload for a lot of people. Another example, let's say that you've joined a church and you just think, I just need to experience church right now. I have zero capacity left. I'm running on fumes. I am just I'm at my wit's end with my job, my family, my marriage, whatever, and I just need to feel like I'm getting a fresh start. I got a clean slate. I just need to get to a church that I can listen to and really take in. Maybe that was your mindset. But you get to the church, and not long after you get there, the members are pressing you to take part in this group and that group and volunteer here and there. And I will tell you, being involved in a church has been so beneficial to me. I will tell you that. And I love my church. I do. But there are churches and not just churches. There are establishments out there that will prey on people in a very vulnerable time and prey on them in a sense of attacking them to pull them in this direction, that direction, this direction. And it overwhelms them and it just pushes them away from the group as a whole. It's just too much. Don't feel like you have to just jump into everything head first all at once. Start the church, listen to the service, get comfortable, and then think about volunteering, or even if it's not a church, whatever it might be. So there's a few examples of that. Now, here's just a little key point for you I feel like is very, very important, and it makes things very crisp and clear to understand. Having time and having capacity are not the same thing. Having the resources does not mean you have the capacity. I'm going to read this again. Having time and having the capacity are not the same thing. Having the resources does not mean you have the capacity. That is just, and it hurts to hear that sometimes because if you're a people pleaser like me, you just want to make everybody happy. You just want to do all the things. You want to commit to everything. You don't want to let anybody down, but you also know that there are times you're just like, I can't handle this. I can't take in on anything else. I can't be a part of anything else right now just because I have the time and I don't have to necessarily be anywhere right now and be committed to anything. That doesn't mean that time has to be invested in something. It can be invested in me just hanging out at home. It can be invested in me going fishing with my husband or hanging out with my son or going you know, to take the bikes up to the park or whatever. It doesn't always have to be a part of a group or a job or a project. It's so important that we learn to slow down. Social media has made us think that you constantly have to be a part of something all the time. You have to show everybody what you're a part of. 
on to the next best thing. After you post a picture, no one cares anymore. You got to do something else impressive. And so we're just always go, 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 joining things, taking part in things, overloading ourselves with exercise or lack of exercise or overeating or not eating enough or cleaning our house 24-7, knowing we need to take a nap, whatever it might be. Don't overwhelm yourself. You have a capacity as a person. And I promise you, if you think you can ignore that, you got another thing coming because your capacity will get reached. And when it gets reached, either you can acknowledge it or the universe and your body will acknowledge it for you. Because I promise you, you will get to max capacity and you will go into work and your boss will say, hey, I need you to go do this, 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 and this. And it's all out of your pay grade and you are swamped and you are busting your behind for this job and you are just going to go off and say, I just can't do it. I can't take on anything else. I'm overwhelmed. I'm done. I hate it here. You're going to flip out and it's going to be a hot mess express. And you don't want to get to that point. You have to listen to your body. Your body doesn't care about social media. Your body doesn't care about what your friends think, your coworkers think. Your body, its only job in this world, your body's single job, nothing else, is to focus on you and take care of you. So when your body sends you a signal and says, hey, you need to take it down, you need to relax, you need to breathe, you need to slow down, you just need to focus on you. When it sends you that signal and you know what that signal is, It's not sending it to you because it's bored and it's already refreshed Instagram three times and nothing else is popping up. No, it's sending you that signal because that's its job is to let you know, hey, you're doing too much, girlfriend. You need to breathe. Or hey, dude, relax. Take a breather. Listen to your body. There is nobody who is going to value your body and your mental health more than you do. I promise you promise you. They may say, oh, you're beautiful. You're my idol. Your body looks great. That's not what I mean. I mean, they're not going to feel your body giving you the signals that you need to kind of press back. You need to relax. They're not going to feel that. They're not going to acknowledge your mental health in ways better than your body will do for you. They're not going to be able to do that. So when you realize that you're being pushed too far, stretched too thin, overworked, you're just, it's not, you're not in a good place. You have to act on that. Because it's going to come out, it's going to come to the surface, and it needs to happen at the time it reaches near max capacity rather than you're overflowing and it's a hot mess and nobody can fix it. You don't want that. You don't want to get there. So how do we do that? Well, you have to learn to say no. And I know that sounds so simple, but I am a people pleaser and I know other people are. And there have been more times than I could probably ever count that somebody was like, hey, we should go do this this weekend. And in my head, I'm like, I know I'm not going. I know I don't want to go. I'm too tired. I've been working all week. I just can't do it. But I would tell them, hey, yeah, probably so. Just let me know and we'll see what I have going on. I did that. And it was just a reaction for me. My dog's stomach just growled. I don't know if you heard that but it sounded like a demon. That was crazy. Anyway, moving on. So I really had a hard time with just being upfront with people and saying like, hey, sorry, I don't think I'm going to make it. I don't think I can. I was not one to do that. I would give them hope, not because I wanted to let them down, but because I was like, I don't want to just say no. And then they'll never invite me anywhere again, or they'll be mad at me, or they'll think I don't like them. I just, I dug way too deep into it. When in reality, I used to work full time. I used to work crazy hours at a restaurant. I used to get there and open sometimes and work all day and close that night. And I was a mom still and a wife. And I had myself going in every different direction. 
And then when I finally had downtime, I wanted to spend it with my husband and my son or by myself or whatever the situation was. Or maybe it wasn't that. Maybe I just didn't want to go. You ever just get there? You just don't want to go. You just don't want to be a part of something. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing that says just because you like this person, you have to do everything they want you to do. So back to what I was saying, learn to say no. If it is something you just don't have the honest capacity for, just tell that person. That's the best thing you can do. And if they get angry or if they get offended, then you know that you still value yourself and your mental health more than anyone else will. You've reinstated that for yourself. Because anybody who understands that you have to value your mental health and they value their own and they care about their own well-being, they understand that sometimes you just got to say no. And you don't have to back it up with why. It doesn't need to be this long explanation. You can just say, no, thank you, but I appreciate the invite, but no, thank you. You could leave it at that. I could never do that because I'm a people pleaser. I will have to say, you know, much nicer things, I feel like, but you could absolutely say that. So for all the people pleasers like myself, I have a few ideas of ways for you to say no that will not come off as rude and they're not lying. They're just very, you know, very nice, but very honest. So I'm going to read them out for you. My mental health won't allow it right now. If you don't really know this person like that and you don't feel like getting in a whole deep conversation with them, that is fine. You could probably leave this one off. But if you want to just get down to the point, straight up honest, you can look at her and say, hey, thanks, um, but my mental health just won't allow it right now. If you're comfortable doing that, totally your discretion. Now, if not, I have a ton more on this list for you. I have so many commitments already. If that's the case for you, let people know that. Just let them know because if you commit to a thousand different things, you're not going to be good at everything. You can be a jack of all trades but a master at none, and you don't want that. You want to put your energy into very few things, but make sure you have enough energy in those things that you can do them all well. It doesn't do you any good to put your energy in something you don't want to be a part of and you're not doing well. So that one's definitely great. I'm honored, but sadly, I cannot. Unfortunately, I am unable to. So those are two more. Here's a few more for you. Thank you for thinking of me, but I'm unable to. I'm not taking on anything else for now. That one's another good one for if you just feel like you already have a lot of commitments. You're letting people know like, hey, I'm not trying to blow you off, but I just really cannot take on anything else right now. And that makes you look very professional, very respectable, a very a person that's very invested in what they do and they take it seriously. So that's good. Where are we at? Maybe next time, but for now, I'll have to pass. And the last one, I won't be able to join, but I know it will be great. That one is huge. If your friends are going out and you just don't want to go or whatever it is, just say, hey, maybe next time I can't join this time, but I know y'all are going to have fun. Just go out, have fun. Think of me, but I appreciate you asking. I just want to hang back tonight. There is nothing wrong with any of that. Nothing. And there's plenty more out there, too. But we as people just have to understand that we can only do so much. We, we just can. That's it. You cannot physically do everything at one time. You have to know where your limit is. And you have that limit. You just have to find it. And it's nobody's job to agree with your limit. And it's not your job to adjust your limit for anybody. It's not. You just say, hey, this is what I can work out. This is what I'm able to do. And either they agree with it or they don't. And if you reflect back to the example I gave you in the beginning with the concert venues, the bars, the restaurants, that sort of thing, 
there's a reason why when tickets go on sale for an event or a concert, they say get your tickets fast before they sell out. People know that tickets are there and once they're gone, they're gone. Your capacity's there, but once it's maxed out, it's maxed out. That's it. People realize that there is a limit. All good things come to an end. And, you know, you have a certain time frame to get what you can out of it. But once it's done, it's done. The fair is coming to town from this day to this day. Once the fair is closed, they don't care if you show up and you're ready to wait in line. They're packing it up and they're moving it to the next town. They got somewhere to be. That's just how it is. We understand that if you want to go out to dinner with your spouse, you probably need to make a reservation. Because once they reach max capacity in that restaurant, you got to wait. There's going to be a wait at that restaurant. Why are we not the same way? Why can't people understand that, you know, you can have my attention for a certain amount of time. But once that attention time frame that I'm giving people has ran out, I'm done. You're going to have to wait till the next time comes around. And that's just how it is. That's life. Life is about boundaries. You have to have boundaries. I know it's fun to live on the edge and be spontaneous, but when it comes to mental health, health or not health care, well, I guess health care, mental health, self-care, money, what you can and can't do with your kids, there are boundaries. You don't have the money in your bank account to go fly right now to Bora Bora and go on vacay. I bet you wish you could, but you probably don't. Maybe you do. If you do, hey, we can be friends we are friends. Just know that. <laughs> or maybe, you know, with your boundaries, you can only take your kids to see family so often because you can't be the one to always put in the effort. You know what I'm saying? Life has boundaries and those boundaries are important because without them, your family, your marriage, yourself, it would all just be chaos all the time. It, it would. It would be unmanageable. You have to have boundaries. So learn what your boundaries are. Learn what the boundaries are of people around you and respect them. I guarantee you right now, if you were to text a close friend and say, hey, I want to ask you something and you may have never even thought about this or maybe you think about it a lot. I want to ask you, what do you feel like is your max capacity? Like, where do you feel like you stand with that? And see what they say and just say, I just really want to know that. So that way I don't push you over the edge. I'm not asking more of you than what you're able to give. I want to respect that space of yours. Here's an example. My max capacity for having people visit is like three, four days. The reason being is because my husband and I, we like to stay in PJs a lot when we're at home. We like to chill out just in our PJs. My son usually has no pants on in the house, which doesn't matter because he's little. But we like to just relax and chill out. And he likes to play his PlayStation on the big TV. I like to do podcast stuff. We like to take our time when our son's asleep and kind of do our own things just to have our own space. And when you have people here all the time, it's hard to do that. And so we can entertain people for like three, four days. And then once those three and four days are up, we're like, okay, we're all burnt out. And I hate to say that. Now, if we went like to the beach for a week and we had other things to entertain us, that's different. But in our own home specifically, after about three, four days, we're ready to tap out. So that's us. That's my max capacity. And it's so important that you know that because everybody's is different and you have to be honest with how you feel. And our family knows, hey, after like three, four days, pretty much done. That's all we got for you. And some people may agree with that. Some people may not, but it is what it is. We have family members that like to talk to us a lot on the phone and that's fine. I don't mind. But there are some days where I'm at max capacity and I just don't answer the call. And I'm not being rude and I might still be on Facebook that day or Instagram, but I just don't have the capacity to sit down and talk to someone on the phone. I just don't have it. 
if my son's driving me crazy that day or even if he's having a good day. Maybe I want to enjoy him and just check my phone when he's eating or napping or whatever. I just don't have the capacity that day to be on FaceTime, to have the phone next to my ear while I'm playing with him, while I'm dealing with him. I'm not there. Do you get what I'm saying? Understand your capacity and force it and respect it because it's not going anywhere. It might change. It might alter with your life, but it's going to alter to the thing that is best for you. Your capacity is in your best interest. I assure you, promise you. So please understand that. Please love yourself, respect yourself, respect your mental health and everyone else's around you and just be a kind person, not to everyone else, but yourself. Well, obviously to everyone else, but also yourself. So Thank y'all for joining in today. I really hope that as we transition out of this quarantine period, that we are able to pick back up if you have a job or if your kids are going to daycare or if you're home from college or whatever it might be, whenever you're getting in this new routine of things, I really hope that you are able to find a way to respect your capacity, enforce it, recognize capacity of other people around you and just kind of come together so nobody gets frustrated, overwhelmed, overused, overstretched. Everybody can just kind of maintain the peace. And we can all just live in this happy, beautiful world that we live in. Am I right? Sometimes. Okay. Y'all have a great day, guys. Thank you so much for joining in. I cannot wait to talk to you next time. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Have a great day.